The events, characters, and entities depicted on this podcast are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, or to actual entities is purely coincidental. If you're seeking to be offended, this is a good choice. And if you're easily offended, please throw away this listening apparatus right now. Okay, bye. So what I'm trying to say is I don't understand what women are, I'm sorry to say, whinging about this imbalance, unbalance, whatever you guys are calling it. The, the reality is, in the workplace, we talk about balance. We have corporate training on the topic of balance. We have balance sheets, but there is no gender balance. What's that Hello, Dad. Hello, Mum. Welcome to the Frisk Aid Show. Oh, what are you doing here? Habibi. Entertaining the nation, mate. I'm the best RJ in the world. And you know me. Uh, sorry but to have to cut it short. We're expecting Rusty for the Hangout, Hangout podcast. That's coming up next. Habibi. Habibi. Um... One, I'm not your Habibi, and two, uh, you really gotta get out. Okay, um, okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Hangout. This week's episode, it, it really goes down like this. My guest for this week is Matt Ryder. Did I say that right? Just, you did okay, indeed. cool. I did right. Yay, Matt Ryder. And he's an actual artist, unlike most people who come on my show, Burn. Yes, indeed, that's a burn. That's a real burn. And I'm gonna hand it over to Matt to give a little intro about himself, and then I'll dig deeper. Go on, Matt. Thanks, man. Um, yep, so I'm an actual real-life living artist. Um, yeah, I make a living. I don't do anything else except paint and draw. Um, so I, I'm a landscape artist predominantly. Okay. Uh, I also do caricatures, which I think we'll have a little chat about as well. Little. Um, <laughs> a little chat. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's great to be here, man. So yeah, let's have a chat. Okay, that's cool. Um, so how long have you been in the UAE? So I actually Start moved. Start with the easy questions. <laughs> yeah, I actually moved to uh, Dubai in two thousand five. That's okay. So I had a little break in the middle. So I was here for five years, mm-hmm. and then um, I'd met my wife. Then we moved to Ireland okay. for two years with no real intention of coming back. Um, then kind of realised that the Irish Wait, weather you, just was. Are you <laughs> Irish, by the way? You're not. No, Irish. my wife's Irish. Okay, cool. so I'm English. Um, you held strong to the accent. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, thanks, fall man. for the accent. Um, yeah, two years I was. I was Slightly Irish, I guess, when I left. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just made the decision pretty quickly to come back. And now we're back seven years. So did you come back? Uh, was it you or her or was it like together? Uh, we came back together. Yeah. Um, no, yeah I mean, so like predominantly uh, the job hunt or like. You know. So she uh, she had a job to basically to come mm. back to. Um, whereas I was working as an artist in Ireland. So okay. I would have to come back and kind of set up from scratch here. Yeah. Uh, but it was a decision that we made together. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, seven, seven years back she's now. listening. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure she listens. <laughs> together. We made it together. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're seven years back now. And, you know, it's, it's a great choice to come back. Cool. And... Um, you so you came back straight up as an artist. You didn't because yeah, so, that's there's usually a backstory of how you got into, you know, the 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 art or there's usually you're a waiter or you're a <laughs> yeah. busker. Well, I mean, it's actually when I came back, it's um, the first when I went to Ireland was the first time I worked full time as mm-hmm. an artist. So mm-hmm. basically, when I came to Dubai, I was working um, in recruitment. I was doing construction recruitment, um, but I'd always been drawing. 
you know, always been sketching. Uh, I studied art and illustration, uh, just didn't really get kind of into it. Uh, Wait, when college. you say studied, you mean like a degree? No, I, it was like a GMVQ, so it's kind of like college education. It's basically... Uh, Is that like a GED? It's something you would do if you get bad results in school oh, okay, before yeah, like you go to university yeah. so it's kind of like a but you studied in the UK isn't that yeah. so you didn't do well in your IGCSEs so my GCSEs I did okay sorry I'm bringing this <laughs> I feel like, bad now yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. but I, I love story uh, you know what I'm an Arsenal supporter, so I love right. underdog stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we just lost 3-1. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I uh, I did okay. I, didn't do, okay w- I yeah. didn't do well enough and I wasn't committed enough to... And I wasn't even sure really what I wanted to do when I left school. So, completely like, understood. I'd always been interested in art, so I mm-hmm. decided to... Were you doodling in class and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course, man. Like, yeah, so it was a sign. I mean, I mean, from a really young age, yeah. like, I've been sketching and drawing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, basically, I... I took that course, got nothing from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tutor, uh, like I was there for two and a half years, told me that I'd never make it as an artist. I was Good. like, all right, thanks, oh, okay. for, thanks, wow. nice. thanks very much. Because <laughs> uh, I just had a, I had a bit of a bad attitude yeah. towards uh, what I was doing. I wasn't painting, nothing. It was just, it was more like a general course. Mm. Um, so left there and then I moved to Cyprus for a year with my, my parents and then wow. moved back to the UK um, working in like a call center, just Really, just really making, crappy jobs. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, That's the story. There <laughs> yeah, go. Really crappy. <laughs> oh, my God. Just wait wait for it, man. Um, and then basically had the opportunity to come out to Dubai yeah. um, with a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Her parents were living out here. Um, and then got this job in recruitment and then was working for a, a while doing that. Yeah. And then, yeah, basically was doodling, um, started doing some caricatures again. Um and I was approached actually by somebody who knew the person running the right market mm. or the equivalent of the right market. It was a Covent Garden market back okay. then. If I wanted to go down and have like a caricature booth. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah why not? You know, it's, okay. it seems like a pretty good idea. Didn't yeah, know yeah. what I was doing. Um, <laughs> so I was charging like per drawing uh, yeah. that I was doing down there. Yeah. And then from there, I got um, a couple of people were like, oh, we're having parties. Would you come and draw at the party? I was yep. like, yeah, sure, sure. man. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I, uh, why not? And I was still working at the time. Um, and then basically, to cut a long story short, the recession happened. Yep. Uh, I lost my job. And yep. I was like, let's, let's give this a go full time. Yep. And back then, it was just pure caricature. It's mm. uh, so, so a little bit of illustration stuff. Um, and then we kind of... So I was doing it here, and then we moved back to Ireland, and I was doing wedding caricature. Okay. And then I came back here, set up a business, doing just caricature yep. and illustration. And then eventually, I've kind of moved into two other things, which I'm doing yep. now. Yep. Yeah. The um, That's a, long story short, how long was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was just that wasn't that long. I can't even tell. Yeah, that was five minutes. That's not bad. All right. It's I I, I like the way you said uh, from the the booth you go into do parties and it's only caricatures because that's so the region. Yeah. Where they just see you as one thing and they never even and no. I'm if you showed them something else they'd be like, nah nah just do the caricatures. <laughs> Don't I, think about it. I spend so much of my time trying to um, get out, like inform basically. people <laughs> of other things that I do. Yeah. You know when I somebody contacts me about like a corporate event yeah. and it's like a black tie affair or yeah. whatever else it's like oh you know we want you to come and do characters I'm like look that's that's cool man yeah, but how but about you know we do uh, like a live painting yeah. that could be auctioned off yeah. for charity yeah. for, for the event yeah. you know I can I know I can do this yeah. really well yeah uh, no, no, just just come and. <laughs> uh, how about we just do the caricature and <laughs> we'll right, talk about the right. other things? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I don't want to say you get pigeonholed really easily here, but yeah. I, I mean, I think you it's, know, it's more, more often than not. Yeah, more often. so you get known for doing one yeah. thing, and it's taken me quite a long time now to 
to kind of get my work known yeah. as being a fine artist. No, even when I, uh, I when I contacted you, <laughs> the the questions I was like caricature, caricature, yeah. caricature, like, and you're like, no, 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 I don't <laughs> want to talk about that too much. And I was like, okay, there's a reason why. So it makes sense. And I and to, see, just real quick, I'm an accountant, dude. I cannot get out of this accountancy thing because yeah. no one will let it go. And I've I'm over five years experience yeah. in accounting and finance. I just cannot get another job. It's not possible. Yeah. Like no one cares. I mean, it's so. I mean, for for me, it's I I, I still love caricature. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I do I, not like accounting. No. Just for the record, <laughs> right. if anyone's listening. I mean, it's there's a lot worse things I could be doing than mm. going to an event that I'm being yeah. paid for to sit there and draw funny draw, pictures yeah. of people, right? Yeah. But it's just um, like artistically, I I, I need other things, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So and I feel like I'm better at other things Man, as well. I saw, yeah, I saw. Um, I, I, you showed me some stuff. There's. I would not. <laughs> I would have to stoop so low to ask you to draw me a caricature right now. <laughs> After you know seeing what, what you can I, do, no way, I've man. I've got my iPad here. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I don't want to do that. It's embarrassing. So, <laughs> okay, what made you go no more caricatures? Was it your own ability, or was it the fact that you drew so many caric- caricatures that you were just like, I'm. I don't want to do this anymore. Um. Like I say, I mean, I'm still not like no more characters. Yeah. I'm still, it's still my business. Yeah. It's still something that I'm doing. But I reached a point, I would say, probably maybe three or four years ago. I went to um, a plein air painting festival yeah. in Ireland. So Can you spell the word plein? Because uh, I know it's... <laughs> P-L-E-I-N. Okay. And, and then I'm air. just asking you because I'm not... I told you I'm not from that universe. So right. It's, and well, so I mean, maybe I should explain neither. Uh, roughly. Um, Shall we do this question and then what yep. is... Pl- yeah, sure, let's yeah, do that. So, well, I mean, basically I was... Um, yeah, I went to this festival. It's basically an outdoor painting festival. Yeah. Um, having only painted outside maybe once or twice in my life before. I was mm. just like, you know, this this looks cool. This yeah. It was in Ireland. Um, so I was Beautiful. kind of... It, yeah, uh, the landscape's incredible. But it tied in with the trip that we had to go back. And after that, I was just like, yeah, this is... It's changed everything for me. Like, artistically, it's, it's changed how I... Uh, how I look at the world and and the things that I want to paint and the things that I want to do. So yeah, I mean that trip was was a huge deal. The two years or the or the specific painting trip. That specific painting oh, wow. trip okay. really kind of opened my eyes yeah. to what's possible. And mm. then I met a whole bunch of other professional artists there. Nice. Like you met your the, tribe. You met yeah. your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, there's artists here, um, but there's nobody painting or th- nobody that I've met really. Mm. outside of my workshops who's painting um you know the the types of things i'm really interested in when i when i just researched a little about you you're the only one who does this by the way so i i certainly didn't invent uh, <laughs> no, I, no 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 that's not I, what uh, i was implying in any way but yeah but there's very um i mean there, there are artists who have passed through yeah um you know there's a guy uh, trevor war uh, he's got a, a book out here of, of plein air watercolor paintings. Oh, cool. so a really okay. nice, nice book. Um, and there are a couple of other artists who do go out occasionally. Yeah. Um, but if you go to galleries here, um, outside of like the the Magellis Gallery, yeah. Um, there's there's very little landscape work, like traditional landscape work yeah. that's been painted out on location that have been blown up into studio paintings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's there's there's really not many. So it's definitely my passion now is kind of educating people as to you know what plein air painting is yep. why landscape painting is still important why representational painting is is important mm. um and why now it's it's it, i keep saying important but why now it's important to have it um 
when the world is changing so much. You know, our surroundings are changing all the time, so we've got to represent what well, what we're seeing now, right? Okay, that's yeah, that's deep. That is um, pretty deep. Yeah, that I got is deep, deep really quickly. <laughs> no, and that's that's that, that shows how important it is because it's not something that we you need to get smashed and you know feel <laughs> depressed for you. You're absolutely right because one day. And maybe not the waves, but yeah, it might. Ooh, that's yeah. So sad. I mean, like with um, so I spent a lot of time in Russell Kamer, for yeah. example, right? So the first time I went and painted up in Russell Kamer, there was no zip line there. Ooh. There was no, there were no hotels up there. Exactly. You know, nothing was there. Yeah. So the last trip that I went on, I was like, I was painting in this beautiful well, spot. Sorry, when was the first time you went there? Two thousand. Uh, probably the first time I actually went to Rack, maybe two thousand seven. Okay, so yeah, uh, ten uh, years. Yeah. Well, so yeah, over 10 years yeah um and now i mean there's, there's just so much up there yeah. right so i found this spot which i'd painted in before uh, and it's still beautiful yeah but like in front of me there's there's a zip line yeah. now there's nothing wrong with having a <laughs> yeah, zip line yeah. there right i mean everyone I mean, needs unless there are like 100 people <laughs> going yeah. at it you know at the same <laughs> <But> time <laughs> tourism's great yep. you know but like there was a point when that wasn't there yeah and it's never going to be that yeah. that point a again again so I have paintings of that time yep. when it wasn't there. Mm. And, you know, with, with Rack and with Fajera, with so much development that's happening, yep. um, I'm effectively, I mean, obviously it can be done with photos as well, yeah. but I'm putting an image of a time onto canvas, yep. um, which I think is important. But, uh, yeah, that's why I guess I'm trying to speak to people about it and educate um, yeah. as, to, as to what plein air is. Mm. Which, okay, hold up. <laughs> So th one question before we move into something more important is um, the, the the difference between drawing in Russell Kema and Ireland. <laughs> it's how, like, I don't even know what the question <laughs> is. Like, it's not it's, that which is better because that's not fair at yeah. all. Um, what has more, what what makes you feel better? And I know so, both make you feel great. Yeah, look, I mean, <laughs> just being out, outdoors yeah. is, is incredible. I mean, here you're you're pretty limited to the seasons, when mm. painting outdoors so like during the summer i just can't i can't go yeah, out but you right? should so yeah it's, it's just a, too hot yeah. i mean even if you go out first thing in the morning you know you the humidity kills you yeah and the paint just doesn't work the same way i was way. just gonna say I, it affects it, yeah like yeah, i paint with go. oil but you know if you paint and it's too cold you yeah. need a certain medium some people add vodka to the to wow. their, their mix um but That's here dedication it's, to paint oh, like, absolutely right. wow. but here um you know if it's too hot it's it's difficult for the paint like it goes really tacky and yeah. it's yeah it's just tough and like mentally you're in a different place when you yeah. when you're trying to think about how how to cool down you're not thinking about painting right yeah so that's that's one of the issues here but like during this time of year yeah. this season is incredible yeah um you know the light is amazing here just the surroundings and and this again this is why i i'm doing it here i think because I, when i first moved here i didn't know this existed i yeah. didn't know if you go into the wilderness here that these incredible mountains there yeah. and you know there are there is beautiful coast here in Vajera. yeah um, and i think a lot of people who live here don't know it exists either right yeah. i mean okay you have to get in a car and drive two hours or three hours or you know four hours or whatever oh, it is yeah. um but it's worth a trip you know if you go to oman there's places that are like the grand canyon up there yeah like, I mean, I, it's I, yeah, just I, incredible yes i know that and you know i'll show somebody a painting i'll be like oh this is oman it's like nah, nah that's not oman that's, <laughs> don't sell me that's a course like that you know it's like no really just get in your car get on a plane and go yeah. or go up to rack go up to jebel jace um but like it, it, going back to your question like comparing that to ireland yeah um 
you know, Ireland has really difficult seasons to paint in as well. You know, the winter is tough. If you go mm. out and paint in the snow, it's, it's cold, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which um, is the worst season to paint in Ireland? And I've never been, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of asking, um, like, I, I mean, envisioning it. That's uh, all I can do. So painting the coast in December, January is tough. Like, I mean, I, I love painting the sea. Yeah. And I love painting rough, kind of choppy waters. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not only uh, competing with, obviously, the, the elements itself, like the, you know, the cold. Yeah. You've got the wind. Yeah. Um, you've got physical things, like trying to weigh down your, your easel. Yeah. And oh, make yeah. sure your canvas doesn't fly off <laughs> onto <laughs> yeah. the beach and then get covered in sand and it's destroyed. Oh, um, Has yeah, that so, ever I mean, happened to you? It's happened, yeah. No! Yeah. It happened here, actually. It was oh um, yeah one of my first painting trips here. I wasn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I okay, have this yeah. easel. Yeah. And I took it off. And my palette, which is underneath um, where the, it's basically an all-in-one unit. Yeah. So you have your uh, your canvas and then it's your palette It's sort of like a dressing table. If, uh, I, I don't so mean to make if that you, sound if you look at it like, um, more like a laptop, right? Yeah, yeah, so, there we go. So you have a, the, where your screen would be is yep. where I put my, my the panel yeah the can yep and then um where the keyboard, keyboard would be yeah. is my palette which is yep. loaded up with paint so one of the first times i was out I just took my painting off wasn't really thinking a bit of wind it blew and the whole painting which i was quite happy with at the time just like splat straight yeah. into the uh straight into the paint so the whole thing was destroyed you yeah know, you couldn't scrape it off it's um but yeah i mean i've lost a canvas to wind i've okay wind from the air so not, it should not be careful wind. of the elements <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah no it's it's amazing though i mean the island is obviously it's beautiful you know there's areas there that are incredible and there you're painting greens whereas here you're painting yellows and blues and purples yeah. um so it's different palette different way of working yeah um but i love them both you know like yeah, here is my home now yeah but i go to ireland a lot to paint yeah so every time i go i'm super excited yeah where i'm here Finally i'm super excited to get out yeah. it's yeah. just it's just great to get out man yeah. you know okay cool that's nice <laughs> Now I think, <clears throat> let's wait. <clears throat> what is, <laughs> how do I say it? Plain, plan, plein air. You can call it whatever you like. Plain, plein, plein air. Plein air. I, I want to say it right. I want to be so, educated by a British person. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's well, it's dream. a French term. Oh, okay. uh, so, so, uh, <laughs> the French. Yeah. Okay. So it basically means outdoor, to, uh, to paint out of doors is, is the official term. Okay. Um, basically what it means is you are taking your home studio outside mm -hmm. and you're painting nature or it doesn't need to be nature it can be figures in a landscape it can be um whatever you want it's just basically out of your studio um yeah so i mean that that to, to make it really simple mm -hmm. i mean it's it's basically you're painting is it a, are you using a certain type like you said oil paints mm -hmm. so is does it have to be oil paints no not at all so i know people um, who like sketch outside does that yeah, count as of course man oh, okay. so it's basically um somebody who takes a sketchbook outside there's a big movement for like urban sketches at mm -hmm. the moment it's still effectively plein air mm -hmm. um they're just sketching instead of painting okay but there's amazing watercolor artists who are doing some incredible plein air work yep. um, and landscapes a lot of cityscapes mm -hmm. um, but for me I just prefer oil um, I used to work in acrylic I found it dried a little bit too quick when I was outdoors um, so yeah I just use use oil now I think uh, sorry to not make it about you my guess <laughs> but Leilani uh, she, she who does the artwork for the show she's been sketching um, throughout her travels mm -hmm. and she sketches like, so she's sitting at a cafe in Greece yeah. so, and she she's, uh, sketches what she sees and she's just printed a book out which is kind of cool Amazing. I need to buy one I just realized <laughs> oops uh, yeah so I think she's been doing it for a while now yeah. and now she 
she went for a course of yours and like we were discussing off off air uh yeah she's loving it she's crazy the other night yeah, we I, were not yeah oh yeah she was oh this is a story i want to share <laughs> so she was i i think it was in um so she was painting the uh the the the, the water mm-hmm. i don't know if it, do you do that in rack or kite beach uh so yeah that was the kite beach because she was saying that Mara. she just couldn't actually draw. sunset beach sorry she sunset beach couldn't was. draw and you were doing the rounds with yours. <laughs> do I call them students? What, are they, what do I call? Oh, them? actually, so the so she was telling you about the trip. So that was yeah. actually uh, Fajera. Okay. So she was on the workshop in. Yeah, Fajera. and she yeah. and she didn't put down anything on the canvas, and she was literally scared of you at one point because she was like, <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> and then she was like, the, that was kind of the the key where you were telling people, like, just just start. Yeah. Like stop trying to catch the perfect moment or the perfect wave or the perfect yeah. whatever is in your head, and that's what is stopping you from beginning. Because so, then, when she showed me the final product, man, it looked—I mean, it looked amazing uh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't see the problem, but yeah. I, I think the, the the main point uh, for anybody who wants to get into painting yeah. uh, this way mm-hmm. is yeah, is like canvas fear. Yeah. You, you're yeah. just you, especially when you go out to like a seascape or you go into the mountains because you stand there and you've got this small little panel or (laughs) canvas, which is like six inches by eight inches, you know, tiny. And then you have this vast view, right? So you've got like this epic seascape in front of you or this, these amazing mountains. And you're like, right, I've got this tiny little (laughs) canvas. What What the the hell am I going to put on here? And the whole point is it doesn't matter. Right. So, you know, you Sergeant, uh, the painter, John Singer Sergeant, um, his, uh, his way of thinking was basically you, you take a take your kit out with you yeah you paint one scene you turn 90 degrees paint the other other side of the view yeah. paint turn 90 degrees again paint whatever's there it should you know it shouldn't matter mm. but i mean it's easier said than done uh, of much course. Easy. i mean, right? because, I, mean I could say that <laughs> like even for me i if i see a particular light that i yeah. like you know i want to capture that and but it's gone in 10 minutes yeah. right so yeah. you have to be very selective on, on really what you're painting yeah but yeah the whole point of, of what i was saying to leilani and the rest of the guys on the workshop is basically just get something down it doesn't it doesn't matter get your color accurate to yeah. what you're seeing and then you know we can go back into the studio and make it into a, a masterpiece, right? You don't yeah. need. It's if you look at plein air like um, color sketching, mm. right, or sketching whatever it is, whether yeah. you're using color or not. And I do that a lot. I I do these small studies, and then I take them back into the studio and have much bigger canvases, mm-hmm. which are then exhibited or you know kind of sold on. Um, but I still use, like, I'll take photos, but I use my uh, color reference and the study that I did on site to actually reference my my painting because it's, I know it's what's most accurate. Like, mm. if you take a photo, the color's different, yeah. the color's off. Yeah. I mean, even if you pick, put your phone, like, if you go outside and put your phone up to a scene yeah. or the sky yeah. and then actually look at what you're, what's there, it's completely different, yes. the color, you know? And yeah, this, yeah. the whole thing with plein air is you're, you're painting as you see, right? Mm. So you're just painting directly there. You can put your paintbrush up to the sky and, and match that color yeah. exactly and then wow. put it down onto your canvas and you know, and it resonates with people when they see it because they're like, actually, this feels like that yeah. place. Like right? uh, producer Bob, he saw something on your iPad and he said, that looks like it's been, <laughs> you know, it's a picture. <laughs> it's not painted. Yeah. So, that's, so uh, yeah. I mean, this uh, that's another way of... Um, I mean, it, that's a technique, right? So if you're, uh, I didn't bring any paintings with me, but if you actually see any of the paintings in person, the bigger pieces, and you're up close to them, the brushwork is really loose. Yeah. It, it's really painterly. But then when you step back, 
you know, kind of, it just looks not photogenic, but yeah. like it, it looks crisp and clear. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, it's the same, like if you step back a couple of um, feet from your canvas and then take a photo, yeah. it looks a lot crisper and cleaner. Yeah. Um, but that's what I love about painting. It's like, I love painterly paintings that are, oh, that's, that feels good to say, doesn't it? <laughs> painterly, painterly paintings. paintings. Um, that when you're up really close to them, they just look like paintings, you know, yeah. just lovely loose brushwork. And then you step back and it's just like, oh, oh yeah. That's what oh I'm man, at. I'm gonna take one for Mansi for sure. I need I need one of those in my house. Um, I look forward as, to meeting her. She's as, coming on the workshop. Yeah, she'll be here this week. Uh, we'll we'll get into the workshops more. The thing about you know you have a good uh, market to um, now attack is the wrong word, but to <laughs> satisfy because in 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 the Middle East in the Islamic community mm. we can't. I don't know if you know this. We can't have faces. Yeah. So, so you know, we'd love our uh, landscapes and our mo and mountains. You know, we just have a soft spot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from the region. Uh, you know, by by no, man, roots, I, but I paint I'm a lot here. of elephants. Right? Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay, it's, so it's tough to sell them here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, nah. They, 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 it's not that they don't like it, but they know. Like even me, if you look around in my room, I have a couple of faces here and mm -hmm. there. But I know that my parents do don't appreciate it. So if right. they come into the room and they see a face, they'll be like, "Oh no, what did but, you do?" You know, I think it's. Um, it is changing, though. I mean, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, things changing in the region for, for artists and whatever else. Yeah. And, and I do think even what's being exhibited and what's being appreciated here yeah. is, is changing. Not only landscapes, but with portraits and, as I mentioned before, like representational painting. Yeah. So it's just, even if it's still life, right? Still life doesn't have to be an apple and a, a vase. Yeah. It can be something, <laughs> I mean, you can make an apple and a vase beautiful, but yeah. it can be interesting and, mm. you know, these a still life of just an apple can be beautiful, yeah. But there's this mindset that it, it just isn't. It's just boring. Yeah, it's boring. You yeah, know? and this but day and age, that, it's boring. That's changing. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's certainly changing in America. It's certainly changing in the UK. It's certainly changing in Ireland. And I think for me, like, it's a great time to be here doing what I'm doing because if it can change here, I'm I'm at the forefront of it. Yeah, like I'm I'm there. And I'm you're ready. The people changing it. That's hopefully. Yeah, that is. Up, 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 up. Oh yeah, just on the uh, your artwork and commissions. Any, um, any. Uh, now, when I say memorable, I mean the, the the most the great ones and the most horrible ones. It could have been the the drawing itself or the client. So let's so, start. <laughs> what, what do you usually? What do people start with? Bad ones or good ones? They start with. Uh, I think know, start with bad. Bad ones, sure. Go ahead. Go with good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say. So basically, listeners who want to commission Matt. <laughs> Be wary. <laughs> that's, yeah, don't that's don't do the following. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, look, I I do commissions for I do commissions for caricature. He, he says with I'd, a thorn in his throat, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> um, I do commissions for um, hotels of landscapes yeah. of you know falcons and horses, this sort of stuff. Yeah. So I have like a broad scope of mm -hmm. what what's commissioned. Generally, the 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 horror stories come with caricature, not just okay. because it's caricature, but Obviously, you're working. You're trying to get a likeness of somebody that uh, oh, no. is funny. Yeah. So you're working on their right. sort of like a big nose or a big. And it's always it's always commissioned whatever. by somebody. So it's not and it's not that person. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody is like unlikely. I want I want a birthday present for myself <laughs> for my fiftieth birthday. <laughs> I want you to draw me yeah. in a Superman outfit, <laughs> flying above the Burj Khalifa. Uh, do you? It's always somebody else, right? A work colleague or whatever. Yeah. And they always have terrible reference photos to work yeah. from. Yeah. Now, I've not met this 
person. Of right? course. So, so when I'm drawing live at an event, I have that person sat in front, in front of, of me. Of, yeah. So I, I know if the likeness is there or if it isn't yeah. because they're there. Yeah. But, you know, I'll, I always request like three or four good quality reference <laughs> photos, recent reference photos yes. as well. Like I've had photos come through of a guy with like a full head of hair. And then <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, have you got anything more recent? It comes through. He's got like, you know, the bold yeah. stripe going three, through the middle. Three strands. Oh, so which one <laughs> of these do you want me to work from? <laughs> um, you know, huge weight losses. Um, oh, yeah. And then, of course, like you just get weird requests because it's it's caricature. Yeah. So I get a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah, um, People riding camels. I've, okay, I've probably drawn the background of the Burj Khalifa and the Dubai skyline maybe five, six hundred times. Five, six hundred. Like, I mean, and, and I'm stupid because I should just have a template. Yeah, I, I, I was but, just going to say. I don't. Everything is hand-drawn. Like I, I oh, start from no. scratch on each one. Um, but look, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they are what they are. Yeah. And uh, they make nice gifts and whatever else. Yeah. But like with the... Um, I still haven't gotten a caricature drawn. And every time I see it, I'm like, I want to get one. And then when I get closer, I'm like, this is too lame. <laughs> like, I can't hang this up Look, man, in I, my own house. I got uh, a caricature done when I was probably like, eight or nine, like on holiday okay. in yeah. Spain yeah, with my yeah, parents. Something like that, yeah. I wish I still had it. I don't. Oh, okay. um, but I remember my mom got one done. Yeah. Which I still have. Yeah. At the same time, like mm. kept hers, didn't keep mine for some reason. That's, yeah. Maybe she has it. I don't know. Um, they can only be one. <laughs> but yeah, but like looking back on it, like yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I didn't think that that's what I'd be doing for yeah. a living. Um, but now, of course, like when I go on holiday, I'm looking for the characters. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? And they have samples of like other artists' work next <laughs> yeah. to them. Uh, it's like with comedy, you know, yeah, people exactly. stealing your jokes. Yeah, yeah, we know. It's like you'll see somebody's... Uh, yeah, somebody else's character oh, that's, that's so it's really weird. well known I didn't then, oh, think did you draw that, that? Yeah. It's like, yeah yeah of course really, <laughs> it's like, really? okay okay I'll take your word for it um, but yeah I mean like going back to the commissions like with uh, I mean some of the great ones like I, I had an amazing project through um, a company called Capsule Arts so okay. they they're really good for looking after local artists they commission artists they work nice. with clients um, do you and, want me to plug them like I can plug them on the on the show Look, I mean, we, they're, they're a great, com they're <laughs> okay, great, they're a great company fine, to work that's with. Fine, that's fine. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they they had a client of the environmental agency yeah. up in Abu Dhabi. And, um, yeah, so they, they were uh, renovating their offices, so they needed a whole bunch of artwork for their office. Yeah. And they asked me to put together a proposal. Now, the proposal I put over was for, I think it was like 10 large paintings, about uh, 15 plein air studies. Like, I was, I was going to fill, the, yeah. fill their offices. Um, anyway, that kind of got talked down, and I ended up doing two really large um, paintings for them. They were like six foot by eight foot, I think each, um, of uh, Jebel Hafid, okay. uh, Jebel Hafid and surrounding area. But what was great about it was I got to go, I uh, had a guide who took me. Um, so I got to go into like all the protected areas around Jebel nice. Hafid. I took my easel, I took everything. So I did these small, like we were talking earlier, mm. I did these small studies yeah. um, of this area that I'd never seen before. Like I'd been to Jebel Hafid, yeah. but I'd never been to like yeah. the, this protected foothills. I was like waterfall yeah. there. Yep, I was like, yep, what yep. is this? <laughs> you know, this and there's a reason why they don't allow people right. there because yeah. it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I took these studies back and I did these big paintings and, and now they're up in their offices. So, I mean, nice. stuff like that is, it's incredible. You know, it's so, it's amazing to get it. And it's a real privilege to have the work up in an important office, yeah. like, you know, the environmental agency. But the thing I loved about it most was I got to see somewhere. Like, I, I go out all the time on my own in my Jeep, and I go and explore around different areas. But there's areas which are just closed off, and you mm. just can't get in them. Yeah. Um. So to get into those 
yeah it's great man have you ever <laughs> did you like after doing that painting were you like I don't want to give this to you. <laughs> this is mine now. Uh, well, they paid for it up front, so oh, I, I didn't no. get a lot of trouble. Okay. So you just rubbed the cash on your face and you're yeah. like, you know what, this is, this is how but, it goes. You know, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I, again, I, I took reference images. I still okay. have the studies. Yeah. Um, and I did a bunch of studies. So, And I've also done other paintings of that area from those studies, which I've, I've, had, I've mm -hmm. kept for myself. Um, and even though that area is now closed off again, yeah. You know, I, I know it's there. You still, yeah, you have and the I reference. have the, I have the So reference. cash is king, I think is the... <laughs> I look, I make a living as an artist, man. Like, it's it's tough, of course. Yeah, I have to I have to make a living, yeah, right? So. Uh, yeah, it's also... I mean, I hate to relate it to comedy, but yeah, that's the thing. You know, once you have your special or your mm. hour or whatever, it just goes in the trash because uh, it's done. Like, it's yeah. been done, so... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But it's like... Um, have, a, have an exhibition of the work, right? So it's a series of paintings. So I had an exhibition recently and I had like about 20 or so paintings. Yeah. And once that exhibition was done, like it was amazing to have it. I had this huge like build up to it and, you know, everything, I, I put everything into it and they kind of finished. And I was like, yeah, what, no, what now? Yeah. And that's when I um, did my first workshop. Yeah. I was like, I need to do something, you know, to motivate myself to yeah. get out painting again. Let's teach some other people to paint. And that kind of triggered a few other things. Before so. we go into the workshops, how does an exhibition work? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither, man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, as an I artist, just give paintings and then yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me let me just describe what I think happens. Mm. So you're an artist. You have a bunch of paintings. Uh, there's an exhibition coming up, I guess, in some warehouse in Alkuz. An example. You sign up. Then they say, "How many paintings do you have?" You say, "I have 20." Then they probably say no we only have space for 10 because we don't know you that well pick your best 10 here's your spot then is it like a sales thing where they sell it and there's a commission uh, i mean you know there's a share of the sales so, price so it kind of works like that yeah i mean and in, i'm sure in some situations it does work like that yeah there's there's a few different um ways of doing it okay so first is you can rent a space so okay. you pay okay. a gallery yep um or a, a public space to use their space, okay. right? So you then do all your own self-promotion um, and it's your exhibition. Yes. So that's one way of doing it. It's kind of like a, uh, like a, what do you call it? Like an exhibition where you Is rent it, it, space to sell your product. Uh, exactly. You know, technically. Um, okay. And then if you do it that way, obviously you're paying a fee to Up the front, space. Yep, so yep. you keep the profits of, of whatever sells. Yep. Um, I'm not a huge advocate for doing that because... Yep. Um, like being quite a traditionalist in the way that I work, I, I do feel that working with the gallery is quite important mm. and they should want your work there yeah. and therefore not have yeah, to pay yeah. for it. So um, the traditional way of doing it in the way that I did it is I wrote a proposal. Okay. So I had some work um, and obviously I have my portfolio of work of previous stuff that I'd done. Um, so I had an idea, a concept for a show, which was regional uh, landscapes and seascapes. Um, and I, I basically, I, yeah, I wrote a proposal and I put it over to a gallery. Um, they went through the proposal, uh, agreed on a date to have the exhibition. So I didn't have the work. I had maybe a couple of pieces. Okay. Um, so I had to create the work then for the show. So everything was new. Um, yes. And then, yeah, so you have a date that you work towards. And then basically the gallery promotes the show. Um, and obviously I, I promote it myself through social media and and. You know, mail contacts and whatever else um and then the gallery takes a percentage of everything that's sold okay so, so that's yeah. a, that's a traditional way of doing it okay 
exhibitions. And then, of course, there's, there's group shows as well. So, um, and that's a big thing here. So it's, it's actually really tough to get a, a solo show. So I've only ever had one solo show, which was recently. Oh. Um, I had like a, another show in Abu Dhabi. It was kind of in school. It was and it, it wasn't a, uh, I, it was a solo show, but it wasn't themed. So it was just more like as if I'd died and just given all my work. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like, okay, okay. It's like a retrospective <laughs> for yeah, everything yeah. I'd done up to that point. Like a like a Matt Ryder museum. Yeah. Yeah. In a Brighton Brighton College. Oh, okay. So it was a nice space, but it was just like it wasn't it wasn't a a, a, a gallery exhibition, you know. Yeah. It wasn't here is my show, this yeah. is what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um what was I saying? Uh, just a group a group show ah, so there was yes, solo show I was group talking show. about group yeah. <laughs> shows yeah trailer thought is gone maybe it's time for more coffee um, <laughs> yeah so basically I mean a big thing here is group shows and there's a lot of them and you know have to be quite selective about what you do because obviously I don't want to disrespect anybody but there are a very different quality of artists who are here yeah. there's professional artists which are there are very few yeah. and then there's effectively hobbyists who may be doing some very good work but yep. are focused on their real job yeah and then there's guys who just kind of chuck him yep, just come right? same as yeah, same yeah. as any other industry 100 percent agreed you, you want to make sure that those group shows that you're doing are the ones which are the you know good Legit, quality work yeah, yeah. you know i mean, you don't want to be associated with the back alley whatever you just have to be careful yeah. you know i think um it's like you're building a brand same as anything else yep. right so you have to make sure that you're exhibiting in the right places you're associating with the right, right people artists and other yeah. um, people so yeah i you know i'm sure there are people who put in for every single group show but i'm i am quite picky with what i put into that's good. um but yeah i mean that's so that's the other thing and then with the group shows of course the gallery is then still taking a percentage of uh yeah everything that's sold yeah, but you fair. have the comfort and also the group advertising of being with multiple artists exactly. so you yeah. know you, you do a lot of self-promotion yeah but say so there's 10 it's artists so in the much. show you know, you can have a bigger turnout. All those artists have contacts, and yep. you know, it's, and it's a good, it's a good way to step by and you know, be interested in what you have to offer as yeah. well. And they be fans or your customer base or just. But they know might, of you. yeah, they might find an intre- an yeah. artist interesting that they didn't know about. Yeah. Like going to um, uh, like a group comedy yeah. show, right? Yeah, so you exactly. have like a, a headliner maybe, and yeah. then you have a whole bunch of other acts who yeah. might not be quite so well known. But uh, but you right. go along to that show and you're like. Oh, yeah, this guy's awesome well. yeah so i'll <laughs> definitely go to his show next and yeah. that's you know you're slowly building up yeah yeah cool okay um a lot of people are going to be curious about this because um this the region is not as easy as it is to break out of uh, i've been to europe i've seen a lot of artists uh whether comedians uh painters uh, even musicians buskers mm. i saw a busker in um i forgot which country man and I saw him at a gig afterwards. That was really cool. Um, but my question is, I don't know why I said all of that. What's it like? <laughs> What's it are you like asking me if I'm a busker? <laughs> well, you sort of are. <laughs> yeah, I was a one But point. you're more <laughs> organized <laughs> since you are working outdoors. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take that up. Um, what's it like to be a full-time artist in, uh, in, in a region such as the one we are in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good question. Um, so, yeah, I think... It's it's pretty awesome now. Yeah, like it's uh, it was tough starting out, and uh, you know we talked a little bit about being pigeonholed into certain things. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's taken a long time for me to to really make a living from what I'm doing yeah. solely from from what I'm doing. 
I mean, there's practical things that you have here that you don't necessarily have other places. Like I have to have a trade license. Yes. Um, you know, have to. Yeah, there are a few get, rules you have to yeah, comply with. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, trade license visa, I have to do it all myself. Yeah. Um, so the expense is quite high. Mm. Um, but it means that I can legally obviously work operate. Here, yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, the, the art scene is is now it's it's pretty good. Um, and because I've been here for for quite a while, I know a lot of people here. Yeah. Um, and there are companies that are really, you know, helping artists out. I mean, it's their their companies, so they're they're also doing their jobs. Yeah, right? they're part so, of the value chain. Yeah, they're part so, of the value chain. I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, so Capsule Arts. Capsule Arts. Uh, the the Domino is another one. Um, so they they do they certainly commission a lot of like murals and and this sort of thing. Um, but also illustration projects as well. Um. You know, it's 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 good now. So if you if you're open to having various different channels of uh, of working, so for me, I have obviously the caricature, the events. I do the single graphic facilitation, which is basically I go to a corporate uh, like a meeting, effectively, and I'm live scribing what they're discussing right on a big Whoa. long wall, and it can be anything from banking to IT. It's it's not. For me, like it creatively, it isn't overly fulfilling. Yeah, it sounds but super I, dry. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's it's an income stream, right? So I have the cash is king. I have. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about living here as an yeah, artist, exactly. right? Yeah. So you have this, you have this, and then I do prints of my paintings. Mm -hmm. I do exhibition work, mm -hmm. um, which now is is finally kind of happening. But you know, that was tough to to take off. Breaking it, yeah. Um, and then I, I do illustration as well. So there's all these different streams and commissions and, and whatever else. And because I'm flexible and open to new projects come in, I don't take them all on, but mm -hmm. I will listen to whatever anyone has. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think that I'm, you know, I act professionally. I respond to emails quickly. Yeah. And if you're doing all of those things, it's really good yeah. to be an artist here. But yeah. if, you're, if your mindset is, um, you know, I'm an artist. I can I can do what I, I want. Know. I can get up at two in the afternoon. You know yeah. the proper stereotype. Yeah. And believe me, there and are I think those it's smoking opium and uh, I don't know. There yeah, I mean, yeah, absinthe and that sort of stuff. I mean, that's tough here, right? But, <laughs> but um, you know, if you're of the mindset of I I don't want to work hard. I just want to be yeah. an artist. Then yeah. It's, it's going to be really I think really in, tough here. In 2019, that's no longer an option. I mean, no. the like, world has completely changed compared yeah. to even the most, like, uh, again, sorry to talk about comedy, but mm. you'd, you'd see a sloppy, hilarious act. He could even be acting drunk on stage or whatever it is. As soon as he gets off, he's back to himself, which is, oh my God, I need to fix another gig. Yeah. I need to reply yeah, to yeah. this email. And, so, so, I mean, here now, I, I, I'm not too sure how it works with, um, with stand-up, but yeah. I, I'm sure you've, you, you're paid... To, yeah, to do gigs, most right, of course. more often than so, not, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, and you have, I, I hope, a, a set rate that you send out for yeah, certain no, gigs? Uh, so, no, uh, like, okay. uh, it should be, right. but it's it, the region is still lacking a little okay. behind. But anyway. So that's yeah. exactly the same yeah. with what I'm oh, doing, okay. right? There we go, so, yeah. um, especially on the illustration. Oh, my God. So, the, do you have illustrators going, yeah, I'll do it for 50 dirhams, oh, no man. worries. The amount of, and this is a huge topic within the artists, the, yes, illustrators community same, yes. here. Of being contacted by companies who a want you to do something for free, yeah, because it's for exposure, good, 
good exposure. <laughs> good exactly. Exposure. It's like I don't need your. I don't need to be exposed <laughs> to this situation. Like I don't, I don't need, need to be associated <laughs> with a brand that's selling something that I'm not associated with I in any way. It's like, someone going, I don't need to be exposed. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> I exposed. I've enough. been exposed enough. Yeah. Um, and you know, like a, a few years ago, and I can I can see why people take on these yeah, jobs. I know. Of course. Yeah. But you know. And I always say the same thing. It's like approach the universities, approach the, yeah. the students, yeah. you know, see if they will do it for yeah. free because yeah. they're the ones who, who want need to get it. into the yeah, industry. Yeah. You know, I I have to pay a trade license. Yeah, I cannot, you're already I committed. I cannot do yeah. this for free, yeah. right? So that's that's one major issue here. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like competitive rates. So mm. I have fixed rates for everything. So whether it's from, uh, I have a, a gig rate, so yeah. an hourly rate for caricature. Yeah. Then I have, um, I mean, illustrations are a little different as is painting because it's done on the job. But I, for painting, I charge by the size of the canvas and yeah. I stick to it unless it's something very, very uh, technical or very okay. specific. Um, with illustration, obviously, it depends on whether it's a spot illustration, front page or, you know, where it's going, what it's been used for. But everything, I, so I have these fixed rates and I'm not flexible on them. I'm super nice. stubborn. I'm nice. like, no, I'm not <laughs> moving. And of course, there are guys who will come in and do it for half. Yeah, there are in every industry. There's people who will come along, and I mean, t to be honest, that's kind of half why I have not so focused on caricature because I was losing so many yeah, gigs, of course. and I had to find something else to sustain my lifestyle here. Yeah, um, you know, I'm married. I have a child who goes to to nursery. You yeah. know, we have fees. Yeah. we have a, a house. We have yeah, to pay expenses. Our have no mercy. They and <laughs> yeah, so I can't. I can't slit slit my costs in half. I'd rather I'd rather lose the job than mm. do it for that because then suddenly I'm the problem, right? Yeah. So I I am the problem for other artists who are here. So I spend a lot of time educating clients by email and in meetings about why they should pay yeah. somebody who's professional to, yeah, to yeah. do what they're doing. Yeah. And why nobody should do it for free. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's competitive. Was there ever a time where you now you, I like the way you said fixed rates? Hmm. Was there a time where someone would I got say, a PDF, "Hey man, man I it's can't." Fixed on there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, but uh, people still try though. I'm sure they do. They're like, "Come on, you can." Yeah. You know, some wiggle room. So, was there a time in your uh, career that you were like, "You know what? It's non-negotiable." Yeah. Like impossible, because people, you, you, there is that sense of not desperation, but ah, oh, come on, he's a nice guy or yeah. something or another. And did you ever say no? Now it's black and white. Yeah. If someone asks me for a discount, it's a no and a firm, stern no. Yeah. Was there a breaking point? Um, I, I'm sure there was. I mean, I can't, I can't think of the exact time okay. it was. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, basically, as soon as I, I wrote my rate card, uh, okay, so, you know, I just, I put everything down. Yeah. I did it. I obviously did it in Word and then made it a PDF. So yeah. when it gets sent out, it's fun. It's done. <laughs> okay, it's done. Cool. I mean, if it's a multiple day event or something like that, yeah. I offer discounts. Yeah, but those good. discounts are written into the rate card. Oh, okay. Right? So, so it's that's like 10%, oh, man, you're 20%. Serious. Oh, shit. Um, oh, it's serious, man. No, because like, when I think uh, a, a lot of problem with artists, and it doesn't matter what industry, if you have this um, leeway and confusion mm -hmm. and let's call it ambiguity of rates yeah. or how you function it affects your work yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're now you're spending days negotiating as yeah. opposed to your energy going into absorbing whatever work you're it's, supposed to be delivering. It's yeah? not just that. I mean, if, if I turned around and did a job for half the price, yeah. of course, mentally yeah. I'm going to put in half the effort. It's yeah. so yep. like, well, you've negotiated me down. You That's don't, what you, you don't care about what I'm really doing. Yep. You just want a product. Yep. So I'll just give you a, 
a shitty product. Mm. Um, done. Whereas, obviously, if I'm charging what I think I should yeah. be charging, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give them the best and work all. that I You're can. You're going to give it your yeah, all. Exactly. Like, that's it. Yeah, I love you it. Know, and everything that comes in has a, a time for, you know, I'll give a deadline. If there's a deadline, everything else goes on hold. Personal projects, it's done, you know, and I'll, I'll get the work done. Yeah. And this is how every artist should be. This 100% is how, sure. If we're trying to build a community here yeah. or in anything, mm -hmm. right, you've got to have this professionalism. Yeah. Everybody's got to be on board. Yeah. Let's create a union, yeah. man. Let's, it just let's makes sense. It. I don't know yeah. why people have because we have this. The, there are these venues that do free shows. Yeah. I have I have nothing against free shows, but then they get these uh, amateur comedians who, and it's not about they're not bad. They're just inexperienced. And then I people turn around, and I can see audience members. I do watch audience members when I'm off stage. And they're like, comedy in the UAE sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. how can I defend this? And that like, venue is never going to hire another comedian. That's right? how it is. They just keep turning over venues. The yeah. same. And the same producers do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <sighs> the same. There's there's definitely similarities in, in the industry. I think it's the... It's just yeah. any creative industry. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Cool. So to wrap up, um, I was just telling, um, uh, saying how Leilani and Mansi are coming on a little uh, workshop with you. So please tell the listeners... What are these workshops about? What they curtail, and you know what you do? Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so I mean, the workshops is something that I've been. Um, I started last year, uh, so they're they're pure painting workshops, and I do both in studio and then also outdoor painting workshops. Yeah. So I've I've done like painting for photos, but the ones uh, the big ones for me are the outdoor. Stu um, out of studio planner workshop sorry mm -hmm. so um the last one i did it was a two day it was a full commitment it's like a little painting holiday mm -hmm. we went up to uh Fajera, um and basically i insisted everyone brought their own kit so yeah. this was i mean we had 12 students uh pretty much none of them had painted out outdoors before okay uh so all of them fully committed they brought their easels i had um, a full equipment list you know a list of different paints that they'll be using and then I went up and I scouted some amazing spots for us to paint. Um, and basically, we just did uh, two paintings a day. Mm -hmm. So I'd start with a demonstration. Mm -hmm. So literally, I'll set up, um, do a, an hour and a half demo of what's in front of us, talk through the entire process. Nice. Uh, and then everyone is set up. And they basically just get on with, with painting what they're seeing. And this is what you're saying with Leilani just yeah. being a, a bit like, oh, what am I painting? <laughs> yeah. um, but this is, the, this is the whole thing, right? So... Uh, and I would go around the whole group, uh, spend a bit of time with everybody talking about technique that yeah. they've seen me demonstrate yeah. and then how they can actually apply that, how to pick out a composition um, and how to actually use oil as a medium. So yeah. they're oil workshops. Um, I mean, I, I do allow people to use other mediums if they want, but to get the most out of the, the workshop I'm doing, I'm doing the demo in oil. Yeah. It, you know, just buy some oils. Let's do it. Yeah. And there were guys there who had never painted in oil, like Leilani. Yeah. Um, and by the end of the, that two-day workshop, they'd done four paintings in mm. oil. So they, and we, yeah. we did two different locations on each day. So not only had they done uh, four paintings in the two days, they had packed up their, so they'd set their kit out, cleaned everything off, packed up, moved to another location, yep. set, up, set up again, and started from scratch. Nice. They'd done that four times. Mm. And that mindset, you you slowly get uh, comfortable with what yep. you're doing, right? Yep. So everyone's super nervous to start with. Um, and then by the end of the last day, everyone's just like, 
wrapping setting up, up really yeah, quickly yeah. and you know wrapping down nice wrapping down wrapping up wrapping up <laughs> wrapping down up. sounds wrapping more down. more appropriate yeah but I think I, it's it's wrapping. it's a word man. <laughs> let's up. go with it yeah um yeah uh, so i have another one coming up in uh, actually this coming weekend so this coming weekend would be the f- the, the ninth, the ninth? Yeah, okay so but Saturday. unfortunately this is going to be aired on the 13th we're, so we're fully um, booked so that's good. <laughs> oh, okay that's good but there will okay. be another one um so that's the great thing of these i mean there's been a, an incredible response to them but like you were saying I, I just don't think there's anything like it I'd, um yep. and all i'm doing is i'm i'm sharing what yeah. I love to do. So yeah. it's, it's amazing for me. I mean, there's a ton of organizing that goes into it. Yeah. A lot of advertising, whatever yeah. else. But they're filling up, you know, yeah. so people are coming, they're committing, they're buying this equipment. So the one coming up on the 9th is going to be Jebel Jace. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, it's a single day. So we're going really early. Everyone's going to be out of bed super early. Nice. Um, and then same process. I'm going to do a demo first thing. Uh, I've already painted in both of the locations that we're going to doing, including the one with the zip line that, okay. <laughs> that we talked about earlier. Place, yeah. So if anyone gets bored, they can just like paint <laughs> the guy going down on the zip line. Challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's challenging. And yeah, it's again, it's two different locations on the day. So yeah. we'll be packing up, moving uh, each time. So we're doing from the base of the mountain and yeah. then we're going right up to the top and doing the, that incredible view going yeah. down. Um, yeah. So this one's just mountains. The one in Fajera, which was the last one, was first day was seascapes. Second day was mountains. And then the next one, which I do, I'm going to try and do one more this season because it's mm-hmm. starting to, I mean, the, the oh, weather's yeah. great You're now. almost but like a hotel. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. I mean, the, the Fajera one was in, it was at the end of October and mm. it was hot. Mm. I mean, it was, it was hotter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great group. Everyone kind of stuck with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're running out of time to do mm. another one. So if I can get another one in this year, uh, as in this part of the year yeah uh, i'll do a seascape if not it's going to be kind so of so when would November. be your when let's let's just say um so you got one full on the ninth mm-hmm. so is it every weekend no so the last one i did was yeah it was back in yeah, october two, yeah. so i mean because oh, okay. of the amount of prep that needs to be done for each one so let's let me just ask you this when will be your last one for the year if i do another one this yeah. year um it will be probably mid-march I would say mid March, so like okay. another another month. Okay, cool. A month and a half. Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah. And how many people maximum on your? So the first one I allowed for twelve. Yeah. And then this one I've allowed for fifteen. Okay. Um, so I, I think it depends on it whether it's a one day or a two day. Yeah. I think twelve to fifteen is is a good number. Uh, any more than that, it's going to be really difficult to kind of get around everybody, yeah, yeah. Um, and also difficult for people to see with the demos, yeah, because uh, I do work quite yeah, small for the demos. So yeah, like, so it's like super compact, you yeah, know, and everyone um, keeps on hitting. <laughs> yeah, um, and also you have to think about logistics here, right? So I mean, we're which was my next question. How do you? Uh, is everyone in their own car? Is it? Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of car sharing going on this yeah, time, yeah. which is good. I, I encouraged it. Yeah. Um, trying to do a bit for the environment. Yeah, as, yeah, well, of course. as well. Um, so I do encourage car sharing, but. Yeah, I mean, Jebel Jace is far. You yeah. Know? So I've, I, when I'm going out and I'm scouting spots, I have to make sure, because potentially there's 15 cars going plus yes. me. Yes. So I have to make sure that, you know, we're, we're painting in a spot where everyone can park, not yeah. just on the side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're gonna, yeah. the police are going to be, <laughs> be exactly. there in seconds. Yeah. Um, so, but also we can't be so far off road that people who don't have a four by four can't, can't get it. there. Yeah. Right. So there's a little bit of hiking involved. Yeah. It's an outdoorsy thing. Yeah, you know, it's, nice. it's, there's a bit of energy, a bit of effort nice. that needs yeah. to go into it. But you know, it's, it's an incredible experience, mm. hopefully for, for the attendees. It's great yeah. for me. Um, yeah. So let's I hope. Know, man, if you, uh, I, I can't, 
imagine someone not liking i mean if you like to paint you like to paint but like saying no i only paint indoors that's my there's, thing there's so many differences between painting indoors and paint outdoors yeah. um i mean I, I know we're wrapping up with the workshops but um yeah i mean just to give you a quick idea i mean yeah. you paint in the studio from photos you have all the luxury of time you can spend a month on a painting or two months or a year you can check your phone <laughs> have music yeah when you're outdoors it's you're you're out there like yeah. those paintings need to be quick the light is changing that everything is is happening yeah. you know it's either hot or it's cold um it's you're really competing with the elements mm. but there is nothing like it like yeah. i mean i i'm happy to be known as an advocate for plein air painting yeah. in this region yeah. because until you've tried it like it's you just yeah. it's very difficult to understand what it's actually like to be out for a start out in nature but secondly, out in nature, being mindful of everything, everything. that's around you and actually stopping, spending like two hours yeah. looking at one spot. How often do you do that? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, in your studio, you're distracted by everything. Countless, yeah, yeah. everything. Man. Um, everything. So when you're outside, you're outside. You're there for a reason. Because if, you, if you're if you not focused on what you're doing, it's like, the light's gone. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you so. just wasted your own time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's cool, man. So hopefully I'll be able to keep doing these workshops. Yep. Um, you know, they've been really great so far. Um, feedback's been super good. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep doing those. Keep painting and, and see what happens. So how do people get in? Uh, where, first, where can people check out your work, which is amazing. And I'm not kissing ass. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, like, um, yeah. So the best place, yep. uh, I do have a website, uh, which is uh, riderscanvas.com. Okay. Um, but the best place to really see my work is Instagram. Um, which is just at, at Matt Ryder. Okay. Um, because I update it daily. And yep. not only are the finished works on there, I post like uh, works in progress. I do competitions on there, giveaways, prints. Um, so that's also workshop announcements. Yeah. So it's definitely the best place to, to see my stuff. Yeah. And also now with stories, uh, you know, oh, I'm yeah. inviting people into the cool. studio to see what I'm doing on day to day yep. basis. Nice. Uh, then Facebook is just Matt Ryder artist and, uh, do have a Tumblr? Tumblr. But, do people uh, use Tumblr? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't really use it so much. I don't. I, I have a Twitter, which I have just let let go. Idle. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Twitter is just like I. I can see the benefits of it, but it's not yeah. visual enough. So yeah. Instagram, Instagram is sounds pure more, visual. Yeah. Something. Um, yeah. So Twitter, like, if I'm just telling people about my day, it's yeah. fine, I guess, right? But <laughs> or if texting I try to your show opinions, them, yeah, which I have many of. Um, but yeah, I mean, Instagram is just it's 100 the best place for okay, me. Okay, cool. And um, what about if someone wanted to get in contact for a course? Do they call you up? Do they message you? Uh, um, I'm sure everything works, but what's best? Best is probably email. Okay, cool. Um, so. Every time I do a workshop announcement, I will put a, a flyer up. I okay. have a, a mail list which I'll send out, but yep. everything goes on to Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Uh, but if anyone wants any more information about it, um, or to be added to the mail list, I guess, to, to be notified, yep. it's just riderscanvas at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Again, everything will be in the show notes, so listeners don't stress out too much. You don't have to re-listen. <laughs> Maybe I should have said that earlier because they probably re-listened a couple of times. Um that's it cool. from me, I guess. Anything else, Matt? That's it, man. Thank it? you so much. Okay, no worries. Thanks man. for having me in. That's it. See you guys. Bye. See, back to the fake energy. I need to do that. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app. Follow the Hangout with Rushdie on Facebook. Like, comment, and share. See you next week.